What's going on, everybody? Scuba Steve here, and I'm just wondering, are y'all subscribed to the Patreon? If not, what are you waiting for? We upload about three to four episodes a week on our Patreon, and we got a whole bunch of content that you guys are missing out on, man. So make sure you guys go to the link tree on our bios, on our Twitter, and on our Instagram, and you can find all of our stuff that will lead you to our Patreon and to our merch store. Go get you some socks, t-shirts, something. Yeah, man. Gotta go get some gear. But uh, let's get the show started. You either die a hero, or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. You are now listening to Inside the Mind of the Moon. Alright, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Inside the Mind of a Blurred. Today we will be doing our Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2 review. So, if you are here listening and you have not seen Spider-Man, you probably got to get the fuck up out of here. Because we are going to go into full spoilers, heavy spoilers. Um, But first, let's introduce the gang. We'll start with Cam. Go ahead and introduce yourself yeah uh, yeah y'all know who i am i'm the pod mother the person they let down every time all the time and all the times that they have and you know tonight this morning this evening this afternoon whenever y'all listening to this thank you at least for listening to this we're gonna get into some things about this uh speed of man yes sir yes sir um and back by uh popular demand uh, Alpha, say something. What's good, everybody? I'm just here being a guest. I'm going to be back. back. Like some people, they don't want to be here. So it's cool. They're not real people. <laughs> not a real person either. <laughs> but we got Alpha. Um, also returning after uh, a mile. A while. Um, kid, go ahead. Yo, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, your boy Ked the Pro is back once again. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got a new intro and everything, so I'm gonna just shoot it off real quick. This is your boy Ked the Pro, aka the Calculator Millennial, aka the Encore Presentation. I can't get an encore. Do you want more? aka mm. Ked the Poet, Ked the Closer, aka your favorite toxic adjacent king. But uh, you better watch your girl because if she looked, she took. What's going on, everybody? It's double size, aka your favorite at my sixth agent, aka Danny Phantoms. When the cops come through, I'm going ghost, and you know this, aka the Dominican Panther. Bachata, oh so smooth, suavemente, aka try Jesus, not me, unless you're looking to find out what that mystery Michael Tools do. Woo-hoo. I've been to Disney, you know what it is. <laughs> and if you see me at a con, approach me with caution because if startled, I'll reach into my backpack, backpack, and you don't want that. No one wants that. 
And I'm gonna uh, get to dim the lights and throw some R and B on before you try to fuck me over. Make it smooth, make it sexy. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, and be that like, and be that I did just come back from Disney. Put your money away. Oh, Let's pull people around. Wow! 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 Hydro. Oh, we're poor. Wow! Listen, him and Hydro are, are different people now. Wow! I'll be up there with Dubai Rob. Wait, not too much. Not too much. Not too much. Not too much. Oh yeah. Oh, Dubai Rob. Yeah. Anyway, yo, it's your boy Rob J, aka the English Dub Enthusiast. The Breakfast Food Bandit, the Waffle House Warrior, here today to talk about Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, a great movie. So I'm ready to talk about it with the gang here. So, yeah. Okay, and last but not least. Bo. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Bo. Bo Dunded, a.k.a. the Hentai Hashira, a.k.a. Mm. The both of me, aka uh, tall Dak. That's crazy and, to hear that, and you ain't got no hair back there. <laughs> oh, that spider on your wall. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that is. Y'all, like, hey, what yo, is? <laughs> y'all are wilding, bro. Please, bro. Please. <laughs> she didn't be here anyway. I won't be but yeah, um, you know, we just, you know, like everyone, you know, it's just Bo being here, being picked on as always, you know, we're having a boss, but it's for getting my hair cut, cut today, but you know, stuff happens, but it'll get cut next time you can see me on the pod, but we ain't gonna worry about the the little mm-hmm. spots there so um but yeah we'll have some fun and you know your tall dark and handsome fellow nigerian here you know is here to talk about uh, some spider-verse so let's get this shit on the road only nigerian mm-hmm. but apparently oh. now i am i am real quick yo yo you. Since everybody did their proper intro, let me get into my bag real quick because it's your boy AI Alpha, aka the Negro Gideon, aka the Black Chuck Norris with the chest hairs, <laughs> aka the OG Black Ranger, aka the Black Panther, the light skinned again Wakanda, aka No Good Marshall, aka Spartan Luther King, aka Malcolm Flex, because I flex on them hoes, <laughs> aka Miami and Six. AKA Cameron Trash. Um, <laughs> Miami and Six, huh? Oh, okay. I'm a pure Miami, Miami. I'm a pure Miami fan. Anyway, <laughs> anywho, AKA Negro Buckets and the Red Club Masters right here. Yes, sir. All right. Yes, sir. Feels good to have you back. And so, starting off, you guys had had seven minutes to fucking exit the fucking pod and y'all didn't. So now y'all are stuck listening to the review. So if you haven't listened, if you haven't watched it, that shit is just what it is. What it is. It's so your fault, starting, man. <laughs> starting off into the Spider-Verse 2. 
this was a continuation of the first one so obviously um it took three years apparently to make this one and it was really because it took three years to make uh spider punk's animation um so that was the reason oh, why wow. this movie took i did so not long. know that Bro, yeah i didn't know that either Okay. Apparently, it took him three years just to do his um clip art and all that stuff. That kind of animation took three years, so that was the reason for the hold on the movie. Um, but with, this, with that being said, let's start off with who was y'all favorite spiders? Let's just start there. Who were some of y'all favorite spiders that were introduced? Uh, or is Mal Morales still your favorite spider or whatever? Um, we start with whoever decides the ball is in the air. Who wants to go? I'll go. Go ahead. Yeah. Spider-Man India. Oh, my God. Spider-Man India was so fire. He was so hilarious. Uh, what did he say? Ooh, you, you weren't invited and you came anyways. Like, bro, that <laughs> shit had me rolling, bro. Like, And, like, the thing that I loved about him was his, his, uh, his character design, too. Bro, his character design was so fire, bro. Like, so, yeah, that's that, – like um, outside of Miles and Gwen, you know the um, low hanging fruit. It has to be Spider Man India. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Cam, who's your favorite uh, Spider? Mm, I think I uh, actually like seeing uh, Peter Peter with uh, Mayday. The baby. Oh. Yeah, with Mayday uh, Parker. Peter B. Parker. Yep. I I like that. Like it was it was nice seeing that because he was like a little bit of comedic relief and also seeing him as a new father, you know. And she was so cute. But did she mm-hmm. not remind you guys of um what was the Disney movie with uh the little redhead? The Brave. Yeah, Merida? yeah. There we go. Cause she looks like a little Merida. Like, go back and look. She looks just like her. Like a little tiny okay. version. I can see that. Okay, okay. Um, let's ask our guest, Alpha. Which one? Who's your favorite spider? Ironically, I'm going to just go with design. Scarlet Spider. I'm sorry. Mm. Okay. That yeah, design yeah. was fire. Yeah. And granted, he was an emotional wreck like me. So, kind of related. <laughs> That man was narrating his whole story. Right. Every play, play by play. Play by play. And I loved it. Yeah, man, that was mine. I'll okay. be the boy. No, you're not, because um, I think somebody else agrees with you, Bo. Yes, I agree with you, Alpha. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> yes. I definitely like Scarlet Spider because, look, the guy, he just, he, but I like like I'd bring around this uh Colic Spider. When he showed me he like the emote side of him just being emo and everything so I'm like, okay, this guy is like the one person I like in the in the whole thing. Cause he just was just so random with the way he just appeared all emo and narrating his whole story. Cause I don't think that I don't think that's how he is too much in the like the like who he really is, but seeing him like that just threw me off for a loop. I'm like, okay. This dude's funny, uh, just because of what I was acting. He was like, I'm so depressed. I need to see mm-hmm. a doctor. Yeah. Like, oh, what's this? What's this in the alleyway? It's some kind of light going on. As I walk towards yeah. the light. Yo, I feel like watching Joker, bro. 
Like Jojo's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what? Jojo's. Jojo's. Oh, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. Danny Rally. I like Scott, him. Scarlet Spider. Okay. Okay. Double O. My favorite spider, <clears throat> Miguel. So, okay. what he is one of my favorite spider people. Period. And I think because of his run also being titled 2099, people are weird about that and then tend to not really read his story, being that he's also like a futuristic Spider-Man. Mm. Um, but his story and just like how he carries himself as a Spider-Man is nuts. So seeing people crazily simping over him over the Twitter Yo, timeline. Yeah. The simping has been going crazy, bro. Like, like really insane, bro. And I'm like, you know what? He's voiced by Oscar Isaac. What you expect? What you expect? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. big fact. Mm. Uh, uh, outside of Spider-Punk, because I kind of don't include him in that because he's really was my favorite part of the whole movie. Um, I might have to agree with Rob and just say uh, my boy Pavita, a.k.a. Uh, Spider-Man India, was uh, a, a great addition to the movie. He added a lot of hilarity. And, of course, just the way that his powers work. Um, I just thought his entire concept was was beautifully done, and that it was uh, it was great, man. Um, and then his character, just in general, um, especially when people say that they love Chai T, and he's just like, yo, so yo, you put cream cream in your coffee, coffee. I was like, okay, that makes sense. But yeah, yeah, definitely shout out to Pavita, man. He definitely brought some some comedic more comedic relief. To the actual uh, movie itself, but um, outside of Hobie, yeah, he was my uh, my favorite my favorite spider. Fair enough. I'll and since nobody said it, I'll go into detail about Hobie. Like Hobie, um, he was one of my favorite spiders, and it was just because of the fact that when you watch it the second time, just watching him walk through the whole uh, organization, you can see him picking up pieces yes. and stealing pieces uh-huh. and stuff like that. And he's literally telling Miles, like, why don't you build your own watch and stuff like that? So he's hinting at things that he's doing throughout the movies. But, you know, what I'm saying you can't catch it the first time. But the second time you watch it, you see stuff like that. Um, and I just love the fact that him and um, our avatar spider or whatever, the one that was like the the glowing uh, hologram. I like how they saw I like how they saw somebody black in trouble. And black people came to the rescue to save. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and I just was like, I fucks with yeah. that. <laughs> I, I fucks with that. But yeah, then Hobie, yeah. you know, Hobie was like, use your palms and all that other shit. Just kind of, <clears throat> I'm sorry, uh, kind of just like doing a whole lot of different things or whatever, and just showing himself. And then when he he was doing his like, um, I'm the Peter Parker of this universe or whatever. Of the Spider Man of this universe, and then he took off his mask and it didn't show his face. I thought that shit was dope. Too. I was like, wow, <laughs> yeah, that shit was really yeah. dope. That shit was dope. So I, I fucked with that. But, you know, before that, I was definitely with y'all on Spider Man India because that nigga, he was exactly like me. Um, because, like, not only was he doing all that other stuff, but I liked the fact that <clears throat> the fact that he kind of like 
gaslit in a in a playful way to Miles mm-hmm. and made him think that Hobie and um Gwen had something going on and just being playful and <laughs> like funny like and I was like that's some shit that I would do. So I really fucked with that. But y'all he said that's some shit I'd do. <laughs> right, <dude. laughs> and that nigga I'll, like me for real. <laughs> and on that um to to pick back off you guys uh liking Spider-Man India, I just wanted to say y'all representation really matters. And I say that because, one, they did a really good job. And two, I was actually, you know, cruising around, um, you know, YouTube because, you know, how the system likes to do when it hears you say anything and all of a sudden everything is, um, you know, curated to that. But a lot of stuff about Spider-Man started popping up and there was a video of them introducing him, like going to the scene and the crowd, the crowd's reaction to them. It was, it was, Mm -hmm. it was like, okay. So it's, it's the thing like, you know, representation matters to not just, you know, have a solely focus on, you know, a white savior and, you know, People were really just loving the actual diverse Spider-Mans. That was that was that was the biggest takeaway from this, besides like Miles and everything. But um, mm-hmm. you saw so many actual non-white Spider-Mans, and hell, non-human Spider-Mans at that. There was a whole <laughs> T-Rex. Like that yeah. was like was Peter that Park car? Peter Park, Park Peter car. Park car. I, I got a question. Like that so, was crazy. So Peter Park car. Y'all think his uncle Ben got told? Or uh-uh. you uh-uh. I, I need you to exit stage left now. I was gonna say he got totaled, but uh, he got a oh, car wreck. <laughs> he got into a car wreck. Like what happened? Oh my god! They had they had Lego Spider Man. They had I still I'm still trying to figure out why dude had a mask on his horse because it's like sir yeah horse horse doesn't have powers so nobody's like necessarily checking for that horse. Now you just make it more suspicious and they're more likely to go looking for the horse. And yeah, it was, and then you, uh, what was the Spider Man who was fucking holding up? I don't know, was it a door, a building in the chase scene? Like he was oh, just under there, and Miles, like he was leg pressing it. He was leg pressing oh, the door. I was like, that is so crazy. <laughs> that was fucking ridiculous. And, and, and shout out to Metro Boomin Spider. That shit, his big facts. That shit had yep. the whole theater dying of laughter, bro. That, that shit white- was so funny. White, black, and gold was crazy. I was like, that shit is fire. Um, but we got was, all the spider. Oh, what'd you say? No, I was just saying, I think we should like talk about um spider punk a little bit more because I feel like he's getting like so much like uh praise and flowers. Hmm. You can't you literally can't scroll Twitter without seeing something about uh about spider punk. His hmm. character was just incredible, bro. Daniel K- Kalua dropped 50. He dropped 50 uh, points with this role. Like it was so, it was so great. His uh his fucking uh his animation, it was so dope. That shit was just really, really great, man. Like, does anybody else have anything to say about Spider-Punk? I can't speak enough about um Spider-Punk and just one, the animation itself, as Steve pointed out, that it, it took them three years just to get that down. 
that's a crazy amount of time, but you know what? It was well worth it. So mm-hmm. on the animation front, definitely 100%. Um, if you've like looked into his universe, of course, him coming from a totalitarian regime and him mm-hmm. just being against mm-hmm. the system in, entirely, of course, that, you know, that attitude reflects on, you know, a lot of people in our generation in, in any case. So that also, you know, had me relating to him as well, but just as it's the gems that he dropped, the, his, entire dialogue as you say daniel kalula man he went on uh, he he went on a blitz man this is man <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's he's the um i'm trying to i was trying to use a sports analogy just as you did where he dropped 50 i was trying to use another one like no he's the um it, it's the it's the warriors in the fourth quarter you think that you you up 25 uh, and you think you yeah. think that the game is over and he just like nope Niggas start splashing threes out of nowhere. <laughs> out of nowhere, bro. He he really, really mm-hmm. made that movie um that much more special. Facts. Yeah, Facts. I was like, and for me too. I'm like, when he unveiled himself, like the people in my theater were just like, mm. like "Fuck yeah, another black Spider Man." <laughs> yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I they kind of they expected him to be black at first. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, and oh, the other yeah. thing too I wasn't was, either was like just like. The, the the characters in the film were like, how the fuck you get all that hair in there? Right, bro, <laughs> literally. Yeah, because Spider-Man India had his hair sticking out. And so, right. like, why is his hair in there? But, um, <laughs> I, I knew he was going to be, um, well, I didn't know he was going to be black, but I had a feeling because um, Nicholas Draper Ivy had did a whole thread on Spider-Punk, and oh. he had um, he had Lakeith Stanfield playing Spider Punk ah, at first. Mm. That's who he thought it was going to be. So I was actually, I actually had an idea that it was going to be black <laughs> just because Nicholas Draper, obviously. So, I was just um, listening to his voice. In. I figured he was going to be. Okay. Oh yeah. Once you knew Daniel Kaluuya oh, cast, yeah. It, yeah, you knew at that point. <laughs> I know. I did. It wasn't even just recognizing Daniel Kaluuya. It was just like listening to the way he was talking and his the way he was using <clears throat> slang. Mm, like okay, he, the way yeah. he was using British slang, <clears throat> mm. so I was like, "Yeah, he is." And then taking off in the whole fro, I was like, "Okay, I'm with it." <laughs> nigga never not can being like this a whole nigga. Nigga never said bruv one time. Man. Literally, um, bruv in it though. Bruv in so we talked about pretty much majority of the spiders. I mean, obviously the main spiders and stuff like that. But we didn't talk about um, Gwen and Miles. But before we do that, we have to definitely talk about Issa Rae. Um, oh Issa Rae. Uh-huh. Issa Rae's Yeah, bro. Just true. Um, I thought she was fire. I loved it. Um, I didn't mind. There was some people that was complaining, I guess, about her being pregnant. What? A little up- uproar about that. Yeah, I tweets. <laughs> yeah, they were like, if you're pregnant, don't do dangerous stuff. And it was it was just what? a bunch of stupid oh my shit. God. First comic books, man. Come on. I think they knew what they were doing with that because they did show, you know, they had her image of her, you know, being pregnant on a motorcycle. And if you notice throughout the rest of the film, they definitely took that out. Now I don't know if oh, they, really? you know, had that. Yeah, if you if you, you know get a chance to go back and watch it they had like one time when you could maybe maybe two i'd say where you could fully tell that she was pregnant and fighting crime and you could visibly see the belly but after that there wasn't a lot of shots of her being able to see it because 
again, people did complain about it, but people apparently also complained about it when it was in the comics. So it's not as though they uh-huh. didn't have an idea that this would be, you know, an issue. Because apparently in the comics, people thought it wasn't, I guess, cool for her to be like that. So it was to be expected. So I think that's maybe why it was like that one shot. Because they were like, we're going to be edgy, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, I but like- it's like, she ain't dropped the child. She ain't had a child the rest of the episode. So, you know, she was basically riding around on that motorcycle, uh, trying to get miles and jump into different dimensions and all of this stuff. So... So I feel like that for her as a character, and then I haven't watched the film a second time yet. I want to see it a second, third. I want the the Blu-ray when it drops, all that. But I feel like for her as a character, I think you end up seeing that she's concerned for Miles just because, like, well, like, one, like, we're going to look out for our own, right? And, like, Miles has not done anything wrong. She knew, you know, spoiler alert for whoever's listening. This whole thing is spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's an anomaly. But she knew this. And also, she's just like, I'm not just going to feed them to the wolves. Like, I'm going to look out for our own. So her, like, she just has that surface level of worrying for Miles initially. So my feeling is later on, it's purposeful. I don't think she is pregnant for the later half of the movie because she probably did have a kid and she was pretty private about her life. But you do see that she has an uptick in how she cares for Miles because my guess is she started looking at Miles like, oh, what if that was my son? Like, what would I want people Mm -hmm. to do? You could see you could see she was teetering at the end towards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. When she let them because she knew where they were uh, where they were. Because Gwen yeah. is her pupil, and I think um, even though she was like, Gwen, you on your own, I ain't gonna be able to save you. <laughs> she was, but she still was allowing like leeway, the same way Peter was allowing, you know, leeway, because he really could have, you know, stopped Miles if he really wanted to. But, you know, he was like, hold the baby, it'll make you feel yeah, better. Yeah, hold yeah, hold the baby, I swear. Hold the baby. Yeah, so he was, you know, even Gwen, and Gwen was like caught up, like whether she wanted to be an op or not. So she was, she was, she was having her moment. Listen, she knew that he was the whole fucking anomaly, and she was running behind with uh, Miguel with everybody trying to kill. Okay, but did she not chase after him and was like, hey, you know, Miles, you might want to stop. You might want to stop. So, so she had she had a lot of moments where she was actually like trying to stop him, but then also it's like, okay, I get it, I understand. So she yeah. rotating between the two. So she she was like, if she want to be an op or not, because hell, she wasn't even supposed <laughs> to see him from the get go. Damn. So, she said, ah, God, I, was, I wouldn't say op, but she withheld a lot of information from. Mm. It's like she knew she had a job, but at the same time, she let her friendship, friend, and I say that loosely, get in the way because, uh, in, in retrospect, when you look at it, it's like, of course, she's assigned to do a mission, but at the same time, she does care for Miles, but she yeah. just doesn't know how to actually navigate caring for him and, of course, how to save the Spider Verse in general. Uh, so obviously, she's dealing with those conflicts, not necessarily to restrain Miles, but more so figuring out okay what's more important the spider-verse my relationship with miles or is there some way that i can you know save both all at once like the attitude that miles eventually adopts like hey you know 
I, I'm gonna do my own thing. So it's, it's she gets that attitude at the very end, but it takes a lot of um healing for uh Gwen because of course she has to confront her dad at the very end, and of course she has to come to terms with yeah. you know what she really really wants. So uh. I wouldn't say op was the right term for her, but yeah, she definitely she had some things that she had to work on, and she definitely wasn't my favorite this this movie. But I think I, I would hope by the next movie that she learned her lesson and she actually does the right things, obviously. So we'll see where, where that goes. So with that being said, let's build off of that. Um let's talk about the relationship that Gwen and Miles had with their parents. Um Kate already spoke on it a little bit. Um, let's get Alpha in there. Alpha, how did you um how did you like the movie and how did you like well how the movie uh let Gwen and Miles, you know, interact with their parents throughout this movie and stuff like that? Um it gave you that first initial like um feeling from the opening scene when it started off with Gwen. Okay. And that positive relationship we got she had with her father and the struggles of keeping her secret from her father, knowing he is a cop, trying to uh, arrest her, not knowing she was Spider-Woman and whatnot. So it was like the back and forth of that. And then as far as in the sense of Miles, as, as a parent myself, you can tell when your child is lying. But, you, but then again, you just want to like, you don't want to like to rush like if they want to talk they'll talk to you so both gwen and mouse have been going through that since day one where like it's troubling like you want to tell your parent because you care for them at the same time like you're scared how they're going to react because they are your parents because uh-huh. you don't want them to worry Mm. Like you've been doing this all your life, getting into danger all the time, missing the action, and you don't want to have your parents worry. And the fact that both your fathers are cops don't help. That, yeah. That's facts. Yep. Um, Bo? Um, I think it was, <clears throat> like Alpha said, I got the same feeling like how Everyone's gonna go on when they show the like, Gwen Stacy's father and everything. Like, you know, um kid, like, you know, they're both going through like this like life of like being like a hero and also like not able to tell the secret of who they are. So <clears throat> me seeing Gwen what she was going through, I can understand that feeling like, you know, hey, she's going through a lot. Like, you know, she doesn't she doesn't have any friends. The only friend that she got she has now is basically like Miles Morales, which basically they can both relate to each other. Um, so like she's basically couldn't like have anyone to talk to or to explain, like, hey, I'm Spider-Woman, and you know, you wanna be friends, like you know, and she doesn't have someone to like tell that to anybody. So I understand, like, you know, because the only friend that she had was the Peter Parker in her ward, and she turned out to be Lizard Man and she kind of accidentally killed him. So um, so yeah, I understand like how the dynamic was going on with Miles and like Peter. I mean, sorry, Miles and Gwen, they're going through. Like I say, you can't really like say to your parents like, "Hey, you're 15, I'm fifteen year old who says who's a superhero like fight bad guys." So 
Yeah, I, I understand. Like you know, it was like you know, it was it was interesting to see how they were kind of knowing how they're going. Like if they're going to actually tell the parents that I'm Spider Man, I'm Spider Woman, I'm Ghost Spider. Um, the time she went for a loop that she Gwen actually told um, her dad that hey, I'm Ghost Spider, which actually affected like you know the. The timeline later on in the, in, the, in the movie, so um, it's kind of like what I'm looking for. I mean, it's, it's really nice to see that, like you know, like the consequences can change the timeline and basically all that like BS about you know it, how it starts with your father being a cop and you know losing someone to like you know become who you're Spider-Man. I'm like, nah, it can't be like that. That's some, that's some BS. But yeah, I mean, <clears throat> that's what I gotta say. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Rob, go ahead. I just want to say, Gwen's dad is fucking horrible. He's trash as fuck, bro. Right. Get this nigga <laughs> out of here, bro. Gwen, she tells you that she's Spider Woman, and you still you still trying to arrest her, my nigga? Do you really think that she <laughs> that she, that she wanted to uh to fucking kill Peter on purpose? Like, no. Like, why? Bro, she takes her fucking mask off and is like, Dad, I'm Spider-Woman. And he's still trying to read her, her her rights? I'm like, nah, bro. Like, that shit, I ain't gonna lie, that shit pissed me off in the movie. I'm like, fam, this <laughs> is your daughter. Like, do you really think that she was trying to do all this shit, like, on purpose? You know her. like, Bro, he mm-hmm. aimed at her. <laughs> bro, bro hey. I'm like, fam. Like what? Are, what the fuck are we really doing right now? <laughs> like I was in the fucking movies. Like, nah, bro. This can't, bro. This is your daughter. Why are you acting this way towards her? Like he is bottom tier, horrible, bottom tier trash. Plot, plot. Yeah, plot. And <laughs> yeah, clearly. Oh, talking about Miles, bro. That um conversation that he had with with um with his dad when like. He was like still Spider Man and stuff like that. That shit was really fucking. Do- that shit was dope. That shit was so fire. Like mm-hmm. I really love that scene. So yeah, that's all I got. Stretch your arms. Got to stretch your arms. Got to do this. Yeah, that shit was funny as hell. But yeah, her dad is fucking trash, bro. Her dad is bottom tier. Fuck that nigga. Yeah, very very much so. Like I don't know if if I was a cop and I see that my daughter is. A superhero, and before <clears throat> I even read my read her her rights or try to like do some dumb shit, I'm gonna start asking questions. I'm like, we the only two exactly. in here right now. Let me sit down and find out what the hell is going on before I do some dumb ass shit and alienate my own child. Like I, I don't know, man. This is I, I, I wanted to say another comment, but I'm gonna just keep that one to myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, double up. So we're talking about the relationship that they have with their parents. Yeah, throughout the movie. Yeah. So of course, like my take with um, Gwen and her father is definitely the same as that. The other, uh, she was one of the few. Uh, if you're looking at like how kids express themselves and stuff like that, like she was pretty straightforward to him, and he, I guess, was so in love with his own sense of justice that. Like y'all said, like when you see the scene of her unmasking herself and going, like, hey, dad, it's me. And like her breaking away from like, I'm not talking to you as, you know, I don't know what um, uh, Gwen calls herself as far as like a moniker. Is it Spider-Woman? Spider, 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 woman. 
Yeah. Spider Woman. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm not talking to you as Spider Woman. I'm talking to you as Gwen, your daughter. Exactly. Like, bruh, put the pistol down. And he's just like, <laughs> hold the fuck up. Hold the fuck up. I, like, that's you the face the right I recognize. <laughs> Anything you and she's just like, bruh. Like <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> she's on. Um, at, I'm like, what? And then, yo, I loved the scene with Miles and his parents where they were at the 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 office. Oh, okay, yeah, no. that was beautiful. How his mother snapped at him in Puerto Rican. <laughs> yeah, <the> flag <laughs> it's like Miles, where are you? Quick question: Did y'all's um, did any of y'all's um, theaters did they have subtitles when they were speaking Spanish? No, no, no. Okay, no, then. I. I was with it, but then I was like, if they don't understand, but then I, I guess to keep it genuine. I think know, they, the they, they keep genuine. this so minimal, too. Like, also because for Miles, it wasn't so for Miles, it's not that Miles couldn't speak Spanish, it's that Miles is a teenager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so right. I love that they did emphasize that because when his mom was like, How are you feeling Spanish? Like, what's wrong with you? You got to be and in I, Spanish? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. See, like, I'm about to get you a tutor, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, but seeing the and even like the part, the house party at the on the roof was dope. Um, yeah. Seeing that, like how seeing again, like seeing this like black family come together. You see um, people from both sides of the family, and they're they're, they're celebrating Miles, they're celebrating um, Captain Morales. And even when he was giving his heartfelt speech and he was just like, yo, I do it all for my family. I do it, you know, for my son, Miles. And like, he's looking around like, damn, this motherfucker couldn't be here. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, well, no. fuck. He was trying, though, with the cakes, but he just didn't make it. Mm-hmm. So I so I personally like for Miles side of, like like of course like one side of the family stuff was very one sided because, you know, she was an only child. But seeing that they fully fleshed out the characters, even the minor characters as far as the family you saw in, like, the rooftop cookout situation, um, they were, like, more fleshed out. They weren't just, like, little, um, I want to say, I guess, like, sparklers. They they were, like, people, like, realized people. So I enjoyed that person. Right. Cam, you want to talk on the dynamics um, of the spiders with their appearance? Um... I think it was very true to what a lot of teens are going through with their parents in everyday life. And then on top of that, being a superhero, like you're literally trying to pass classes and fighting for your life in like the same day. And, you know, with Miles's parents, you see that they're they're recognizing that he's growing. He's growing and he's changing. And then if you also compare actual visuals from last film to this film, you can see that Miles has changed. He's actually uh, got some height on him. He's uh, done a different style with his hair. And you can see his face has uh, started to slender down to take on a more almost, um, uh, not an adult, but mm-hmm. you can tell that he's mature. He's he's ta- taking on on a more mature look, and his little mustache that he's talking about. That was funny. But- that was funny because he said he yeah. said his mustache started to grow, and then he was talking about he was also talking about his pubes was growing too. 
And that shit was hilarious. I have yeah. to apologize. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> exactly. So, but um, I definitely think, you know, they are recognizing that he is physically in every aspect. He's changing in front of uh, in front of them. And they're trying to, you know, hold on to who he was, but they're also trying to create room for who he's becoming like who he's going to be, especially his dad. You know, his dad is like super stressed because he's like Spider-Man is kind of taking the shine because it's like you don't kind of know where you stand with Spider-Man, but it's also he's giving impressions that he's the good guy, but also at the other time he he be making y'all look bad because he also be, and then Spider-Man be like having himself look bad because he hasn't figured out he's a teen, but they don't know that. But they don't know that. So the dad is like trying to have this connection with his son, but he's also trying to do the best he can in his actual job and then to come back and he's like, you know, semi-beefed out with his own, you know, child. And then the mom, she's, you know, kind of almost like the peacemaker between the two, just kind of trying to like keep the peace between the two and keep, um, you know, a good medium, but also you know, again, recognizing that her child is growing up. That's why she was like, make sure you bring him back, protect him, you know, protect the little boy inside. And it's like, she wants him to grow, but she's still nervous. She's a mother. And then Gwen, they're very much so um, a good example of a father and daughter who um, due to, you know, a traumatic event, are having a hard time being able to communicate and be around each other because you know she's lost her mother and she's lost peter and he's over here on some super stress shit because he's all kinds of out of his mind thinking that fucking spider woman killed um his his daughter's boyfriend slash best friend so he's actually super amped up because he's not trying to hear anything because in a way that's his way of showing that he really cares because he's like i know that my daughter really loved this guy and i need to get it back because you've hurt my daughter you've hurt her friend and therefore you've hurt her so he's like doing that but they don't have the best communication with each other like you can tell that they haven't like had the time to really communicate and be with each other and sit down and have some understanding and kind of just see where they are and they just tiptoeing around each other they're just tiptoeing around each other and Gwen's continuing to grow physically as well as you know mentally emotionally they are growing apart and what everybody's saying with him like with that situation when he caught her and she tells him who he is he's so blinded like he was you know at one point you could tell he was doing it because he wants to you know get like some redemption type arc for his daughter but at that point it's like you just lost in the sauce sir you just lost in the sauce but overall it's it's good to see the relationship eventually you know get better for both of them and uh for both miles and gwen and i'm hoping that continues because it's 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 going to be tough. And then I also um like um this is like skipping to the very end, you know. I also like the fact that 
you know, Miles felt comfortable at this point because Gwen was stressing big time not to tell his parents because it doesn't work out. Don't tell the people close to you because it doesn't work out because, you know, what happened with hers? Her daddy was ready to hem her up and take her off with her uh, damn rights Mm -hmm. and all of that. And so um, I like, even though it was a different version of his mom, he felt comfortable to, you know, discuss it and say, hey, I'm Spider-Man. And she's like, what? So it shows that there's... Yeah, so it shows that there also growth and maturity happening um, still throughout the film. And, you know, hopefully, you know, come the next film, we'll see where that goes. Because, you know, his Uncle Aaron is back in his life. But like Miguel said, there was a whole um, 42, Dimension 42, who doesn't have a Spider-Man. And this is the outcome what of what happened so basically that's what could have happened to miles that's that's what miles's uh dimension could have turned into if um the spot had not pulled over that spider from that other dimension mm. so yeah i know um i'll go ahead rob uh, i was about to like about the segue, Steve, you can go ahead. Because, like, Cam, like, just made the perfect segue. To talk about the spot. I know. Talk about I was the about spot. To yeah. about that, too. But. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No, we can talk about the spot. <clears throat> I know. Um, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. My bad. My Whoever bad. Gonna go, go ahead. <laughs> um, <laughs> just to segue off of Cam real quick and kind of correct her at the end. Sorry. This, um... Even though Miles got bit by that spider, they still had a spider bit in that verse. He would have never died, pretty much. So his dimension, his world would never got like um any Spider Man, if you think about it. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, Miguel because, touched on. He said Miguel reason- said that that he's um that he's an anomaly that he wasn't supposed to be Spider Man. That wasn't supposed to happen, and that. basically that the whole there is a dimension that does not have a Spider Man when it was supposed to, and basically his dimension technically was supposed to be the dimension that has no Spider Man. So. There's well, a chance it would have turned out it, like that. No, well, it wasn't that the Peter Parker in Miles's dimension was not supposed to die. He wasn't yeah, supposed he to wouldn't die. have died if so, Miles. Yeah, he wouldn't have died if Miles had not been. That's bitten. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So he basically oh. his dimension still had a Spider Man, pretty much. Because mm. I, I know um I wanted to since we're talking about the dimensions or whatever, my favorite part of the movie um for the, the parent uh dynamic. <clears throat> was um when miles does tell his mom but his mom gave him that whole speech before she ungrounded him and let him go and was like you know i'm saying take Mm -hmm. care of yourself and do all this other stuff and then it was like at the end he was telling his mom like i did it i did what you said people came for me and i beat them all and his confidence and everything being through the roof that was like a really dope dynamic of his parent his parental growth and his relationship with his parents and stuff like that I thought that that was like one of the best parts of the movie because he was like he stood tall on that shit and he like you could tell him he put his chest out he was like and I beat them all you know what I'm saying like I like that um, yeah I fucked with that a lot um, <clears throat> the other parent dynamic thing was when um, like Rob said when he was having that conversation with his dad but even in that like whole fight uh, if y'all remember in the first Spider Man 
like Miles Morales was about to jump off the building, and then he was like, "Nope," and he went down the. He stairs. ran down the stairs. Yeah, <laughs> and his dad did the same thing. His dad looked into yeah, that, that was funny. and he was gonna jump, and then the nigga was like, "Nope," and went down the stairs. I thought that was cool, like that whole dynamic with him being kind of like similar to his dad, but mm-hmm. even like to get off his ass and like little stuff like that that he was saying, "Why don't you try getting off his ass and stuff like that?" And you saw. Like he kind of had this, like, I love my dad, but he annoying. And then at the end, you was like, no, nah, but I'm not going to let him die, though. You know what I'm saying? Like he right. still was like ready to go um, above and beyond and shit really about to fight every fucking Spider-Man just so he can go save his dad. And I thought that was really dope. So the relationship between <clears throat> between him and his family was really dope. And then for Gwen, it's the same thing. Um, you know, y'all already really touched on it. Like they had that whole standoff and everything like that. And then in the end, they hug it out and all that other stuff. It seems like they have that type of relationship where it's like, it seems to me that Gwen cares more about actions than words. So once, you know, like she found out that he quit being a captain and stuff like that, because she was still ready to storm out of the house. And then as soon as she found out that he quit being the captain, she like, you know what I'm saying, embraced him and stuff like that. And I thought that was really dope that she just she just really wanted those actions for you to show that you cared about her and stuff like that. <clears throat> but let's talk about uh, the spot. I'm going to let somebody else go. <clears throat> go around. <clears throat> nah, man, the spot was a great villain. Like at first I was not expecting him to like have this much impact. But, yo, because, like, that first scene, bro, why are you trying to steal a freaking ATM, bro? Well, an ATM m- machine when uh, Miles was like, bro, you, it's already called an ATM. You don't have to say machine. That shit was fucking hilarious. But, yo, man, yeah, man, the spot, the spot was a, he was a really solid villain. I'm not going to lie. Bro, his power set, I was like, bro, this nigga is OP on the low. Like, this nigga powerful as shit. So, yeah, man, the spot was dope. And him, uh, <laughs> when like he was going into like the um, different universes and stuff, and, yo, that nigga, that shit had me rolling. So yeah, man, the spot, he's a, he is not a villain of the week. <laughs> That's all I got. Child, he he he's got some shit rolling. He said, he "I'm not gonna be a villain of the week." Rolling yeah. without even trying to <laughs> know that he just kind of switched everything. Cause it's uh, he he literally did get things rolling, bringing that spider to the dimension, and then bam, here we yeah. are a movie too, and but he was he was very much so at figure while figuring himself out, he was definitely giving villain of the week. I mean, he eventually <laughs> turned out to yeah, be yeah, yeah. villain of all time, but boy was yeah, definitely was villain, the uh, <laughs> damn near villain of the day. I'm damn. You ain't lying, though. You ain't lying. That nigga was he was was villain of the day. Because I don't know with all that uncoordinated falling into himself and he kicked himself. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if we could have did that a whole week. A whole (laughs) week, sir. No, let's let's wrap this up today. Let's wrap this up today. How you feel about uh the spot? This brought to me by surprise. I'm not gonna lie. Like Cam said, I thought it was gonna be a bill on the bill on the day. 
um, the way he was acting. But dude, you're trying to still. <laughs> She was trying to sell the ATM machine and then explaining why he is still an ATM machine. Like, you know, he turned, I got turned to this this spot thing. I have no face. And now I have to turn to a lifetime, like crime of villain. And I was telling this to this, the store guy, like, you know, I'm not I'm just gonna borrow the, the ATM, you know. It's this it's it's like the first first thing to do, right? You know, all that kind of was saying. So it was kind of funny because I look, I actually thought that this guy was gonna be like in one time appearance, but he went from a I'm just a villain for the next five minutes to villain of the whole entire movie. So um I should like and it's funny, even when he was trying to be a vil- like this like serious villain and everything, everyone still didn't take him seriously, which I which is kind of funny. Because you know Miles was trying to tell him to stop like you know stop this like look you don't need to do this right like, yeah, guys, guys, yeah, he's a good man, right? And then I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah, I know, you know, nah, no, nah, man. He's, he's, <laughs> yeah. he, his car was ugly because he sucks, man. You know? <laughs> like, why you got smell ugly? <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, the spot definitely like is a villain of like <clears throat> villain of the year. Um, and like I said, the one thing that like threw me off in the loop was how I was going through all the dimension. The Lego Spider Man, they look. That that dimension was like, I wouldn't mind a Lego Spider Man joining in the in the in the fray. Okay, that shows. Kind of I um, need Lego Spider Man, bro. I need Lego Spider Lego Spider Man <laughs> needed. And then when he popped out in the Venom world, it's like <laughs> it's like he mm-hmm. just took his head out in the, in the Venom world. Like like you know, I just took my head out. You know, I'm like and he's like you you you. This looks like something like you know a regular thing that happened like you know at three a.m. Something like that. I'm like, <laughs> you're just talking. That was kind of cool. The same good choice as I mentioned. So mm-hmm. I definitely, you know, want to see what the spots do in the next movie that comes out in March of next year. Um, I don't know how to see how they end the spots. I'm pretty sure I have an idea anyway. I mean, mm-hmm. it has to do with the palms eventually. I think so. That's why that's my uh, theory. Um, but yeah, spots is definitely took me by surprise. Cause I thought, like, look, like I said, I thought, kind like Cam said, I thought it was gonna be a villain of the day. Like, I mean, I have no hope for that guy ever being relevant in the movie. Mm-hmm. But here he is; it's not relevant. So, double mm-hmm. O or Kid, whoever. <clears throat> I was gonna say, so for him as a villain uh, spot, uh, I did like that he stayed comical, even even in his. You know, coming into his own, he still was kind of comical in how he was doing things, and the banter that him and Miles had on their original encounter was also pretty cool. Um, and again, like he, for as much as his his whole moniker was like, "Hey, um, like you know, you didn't take me serious. Now you see me though, right? Like I'm I'm a big deal. I'm a problem." Hmm. And even again, even in his seriousness, he was still kind of funny. And I love that. I, I I love that as a villain, we got him as the in-your-face surface villain, which, like, again, there's no super complexity to him yet. And then on the other side, as an antagonist, you know, we also got Miguel, who we see, like, we see him turning. I mean, he's kind of off from the jump, but you do see the turn, like, like, the complete turn of Miguel, like, something's off, really off with him. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. All right. So in terms of the spot himself, I think it's really rare to see an actual like villain grow the way that they have um, in a, in a two hour movie. In most cases, like the villain is usually just there and you may get to see like flashbacks of, you know, what they go through and then how they ended up, how they were. Um, and it's usually just that. And you see like bits of their character shine through the movie, but to see the spot grow as someone who was an incompetent villain for the most part to someone who kind of came into his own um at the same time that we're seeing the the growth of a hero that really shows just how much depth this movie has and just how much work that they put into the characters because they didn't want to just give you the spot and be like oh yeah by the way he's the villain and they have to do this 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 and that to in order to stop him in truth we're seeing okay so this guy was not a serious villain and is nothing that he does seem serious but now you see him starting to grow his plan you see him starting to come into his own and now we're at a point where it's like okay now he's this is an in a threat to a credible threat to our main protagonist here so now we have to find that solution but then within the the film itself you also get those roadblocks, as Double O has said, of course, with uh, Miguel being one of the the biggest roadblock um, to this situation. So now you have this, and then you have the roadblock that came at the end of the movie as well with Prowler, which we'll, I guess we'll get into that. But still, it's like seeing a villain grow in real time at the same time as the hero that you don't get uh, those two uh, parallels to be congruent uh, often. In movies as well so i think that that really really shines an important light on how much care that they put into these characters and i think that's why a lot of us can enjoy the movies i do love the spots comedic relief even when he is serious it it really is like refreshing to see like a, a an unserious slash serious villain um in a, a movie verse so uh definitely props to them for being able to create that and for being uh for allowing us to be invested in just all of the characters but especially the spot as a villain thanks um hey um as far as the spot for me like cool concept i enjoy the fact that as he's developing his powers and understanding it a little bit that what he's, it needs to be done to pretty much ruin Miles since he, Miles ruined him, supposedly, even though Miles still don't recognize him or know what he did. I still find that hilarious. Okay. But he was just, the um, spot was so determined, like, because he's a smart scientist, supposedly. He was able to figure out to get the, um, the spider from another dimension. He figured out how his powers were after the fact and how he could pretty much ruin everything. But his main purpose is just to ruin Miles. If things happen along the way, oh well. Yeah, he, um, he, he, he about throwing shit. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. I, was just, I, I was just thinking that too. Well, he's not going to, you know, it was me, Miles, him to death. Funny as hell. Yeah. <laughs> it was me, Miles, the whole time. 
But yeah, I, I really fucked with the spot. I um I I I appreciated him and I enjoyed him throughout, but um in the beginning, but like they kind of like went away from him in the middle and kind of made Miguel like the main protagonist. The antagonist. Which I, yeah, I mean, yeah, antagonist. But they I didn't really have a problem with it. I just was like, I wanted to see more of him. So as it, the movie kept on wrapping up, I was like, dang, I wish I could have got more of him. Um, Cause I actually preferred the spot and watching his development more than I cared about Miguel uh, personally. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I thought the spot was, I, I think it was cause it was unique and it was something that we haven't kind of seen in a while. Like, I mean, haven't seen that kind of character. So I just really wanted to see some more on that. Um, but since we all have what seven different point of views and stuff like that and there was like i think there was like over 500 easter eggs in this movie what are some easter eggs that you saw in this movie and we can just like just throw them out there we ain't got to do a certain person go just throw out different easter eggs that you saw that you was like yo that was really dope or whatever or even easter eggs you know saying that was the obvious like one of the obvious ones was seeing donald well, not even, not even just that, like seeing Donald Glover in the Prowler suit. You know what I'm saying? That's like an Easter egg or whatever. Oh, don't be in the Veniverse. Focus yeah. in the Veniverse. That, bro, when he showed yeah. up, bro, the, the, the whole theater went crazy. They was like, oh my God, yeah. it's Donald Glover. Like, bro, the theater same. went nuts whenever yeah. he showed up. Uh, uh, seeing Insomniac Spider-Man, of course, from the game. Oh, yeah. In fact. Yep. Oh, right. how about the gameplay for the second game? Yes. Yeah, that was yes, bro. Seeing Spider Man Unlimited—that's that's one of my yep. favorite cartoons. Yes. I know. Listen, mm-hmm. it gets a whole bunch of hate. It shouldn't, but yo, it seeing shouldn't. him, bro, seeing him in fucking 4K. I guess he was like in high definition. Mm-hmm. I've never seen him like that before because I think the uh, I think the cartoon came out in like the uh, two in the the 2000s, I believe. Some it was some somewhere in there, but seeing him mm-hmm. in 4K. I was like, wow, Spider-Man Unlimited looks really fucking good, man. So fact. Um, I also I liked seeing um I didn't see it the first time, obviously, but mm-hmm. when you see it on the next time, the next time y'all go in, the first time the spot starts talking about uh Universe 42 or whatever and how that spider was supposed to bite someone else and stuff like that, you can yeah, see. I heard that. You can see Miles Morales with the braids. You can see him in that scene. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was really, really dope. I was all like, dang, I missed that the first time. And this shit was mm-hmm. right here in our face. Like, it was like, and it was like, it wasn't even like a quick one second thing. It was there. Like, <laughs> it was like there for a while. You, you decide, <laughs> like, now that you know, you're going to see it and you're going to be like, damn, that shit is like right there in our face. And we didn't even see it. Facts. Um, Another Easter egg was the way they emphasized the number 42. Throughout so, the whole yeah. movie, bro. Throughout yes. the whole movie. So, every t- so basically, which, which indicated that he was going to end up in Universe 42 the, at, at, the end, to, at the end of the movie, which was kind of cool because I didn't like, kind of, I was like, that makes sense. Like, oh, 42, 42, 42. I'm like, oh, I want to see some more 42. I'm like, ah, oh, that yeah. makes total sense. That that's why um I didn't catch it. Like a lot of people, like Rob, when I first called him right out, I got out the theater. I think Alpha did too. He said they both said that when um they was he was getting transported back to that dimension, it said mm-hmm. Universe Forty Two, but yep. they had been showing the number Forty Two throughout the whole movie. So I just didn't think nothing of it. I just thought 
you know what I'm saying? It was just something else that was there. And yeah. but, but both of y'all was like, like, no, nah, they showed you that he was going over there. And I yeah. was like, I think that, that was super clear. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I, I think that it, it's super clear, but I was like, now it's like they probably had it super clear. And then somebody went back in there and it was like, what if we just keep showing these or two so people won't see that it's so obvious? You know what I'm saying? Because that shit, that shit caught me off guard. I'm not going to lie. Like, <laughs> for real? Yeah, I, that was like one of the only Anybody things else? That, you know, did that um like when whenever miles when when that shit got got revealed that 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 wasn't the, the main miles's world not nah, yo my wife said I, that immediately when it happened she was just like he's not back in the room in his okay. time yeah I, I had a feeling he was going to end up there because when they were explaining how the machine works they take the dna and mm-hmm. Throughout the earlier in the movie, they said that the spider from 42 came from dimension 42. So he had the, you know, he had the DNA of the spider from dimension 42. So Mm -hmm. when it was going, you know, we all over here anxious. Is she going to press the button or is she going to press yes or she going to press no? And then having it go through. And I said, (laughs) I said to myself, I was like, this nigga ain't going home. (laughs) <laughs> and then I was like, I was, I said it. I was like, this nigga is not going home, cause yeah. I was like, and cause when they showed the DNA, cause they showed a clip of it, like building his DNA, and I was like, yeah, my boy ain't going home. Yeah. And then seeing everybody over here on the super search for him, and then he runs into his uncle, fucking Aaron. It's Bro. like, yo, like, yeah, this is definitely he done told his mom who it is, and she don't know what Spider Man is. And everybody was like, Wait, what? That's yeah. What's so- yeah, so yeah, I was just gonna comment on that that I did not catch it at first until he was literally talking, and then when he revealed, it, and when she was like, Who's Spider Man? That's when I that's when it clicked, like, right that's before he figured it out, that's when I clicked. I was like. He's in the wrong universe. Oh yeah. shit! <laughs> that, that's when it clicked for me. Once the mom said, "Who is Spider Man?" But all that other yeah. time, it didn't. It didn't click for me. And it's weird because most of the time, I'd be like trying to figure out movies and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'd be catching stuff like that. But that I, that shit caught me completely off guard. <clears throat> and then, um, but it was funny because that caught me off guard. But the Miles being the Prowler, I said that shit like right away, like. <laughs> My son was like, "Will you not spoil it?" And I, like, I told him, straight <laughs> up, I was like, "Oh, Miles is gonna be the prowler." I knew that one right away, but I didn't see that coming, bro. I'm, I I'm not gonna cap. I did not see that coming. Maybe. I was like, "Wait, what?" But oh, this shit. was before. It was before Uncle Aaron had came through the door, so I had said, "Oh, Miles is gonna be the prowler," and then Uncle Aaron came through the door. So then for a second, I was like, "Oh, okay, so the prowler is still here." But then once the uncle, because I missed the first time. Yeah, uh, the first time the mom says, "What'd you do to your hair?" You know what I'm saying? She yeah, says got rid quick. of the braids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. and I I missed it when she said it, but I caught it when Aaron said it. And when Aaron said it, I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm right. Miles is gonna be the prowler." And that's when I had knew again. That was my confirmation. And then he but, was like playing him. He was like, "You you got the plan, you know the loams and uh and all of yeah. that stuff." And it was like. Mm. <laughs> Where are you going? Right. I was like, bro, I'm saying here. I was like, bro, where where the fuck these niggas finna go? Like, <laughs> what the fuck's finna go? Got to that roof and dink. Oh bro, man. Bro, yeah. and then seeing seeing like um Miles, because in the first one, I was like, dang, Aaron just stole off on that nigga. But on the second and third watch, you can see 
Like no. it's it's fucking miles. No. That nigga jumped out the roof and fucking Superman his suit, punched that nigga. His suit is <laughs> fire too. Mm-hmm. His, his, yeah, his, that's uh, crazy. Yeah, that shit looks super fire. Yeah, like that shit was wild though. Um, what's ones? another? Anybody got any other Easter eggs that they peeped or you can even talk about Spider Man? Seeing him in yeah, the Spider Man, yeah, that shit was dope too. Yeah. Oh, when they meme pictured, they were like. The meme, oh, yeah, the you, point, you. bro. That's never going to get old. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. That's, that was funny. I'm mm-hmm. always gonna Me? laugh at that. You? That's yeah. you? You? That you? Was so funny. <laughs> it's never gonna. And get I, old. I told Steve, um, like uh, I don't know. I think I spoke to Steve maybe the next day after I had watched it. I don't know when did I speak to Steve, but I was saying I was just um, even though you knew that Donald Glover was going to you know be the live action prowler. It was just interesting to actually see it, like actual like costume and everything. Like mm. it was like it was like a full confirmation. So mm. it's like at this point, will we actually see, you know, him in the film? Because you know, Tom asked Spider Man decided to make everybody fucking forget him. So mm. it's like, what is that going mm-hmm. to be? Like, are we going to actually get? Like, you know, actual, you know, Prowler and all of this going to actually happen. But with it, you know, with it, it was nice seeing him in the costume. And, you know, we'll see where this goes. And we already know, um, just to reference uh, the last Spider-Man movie, some of the um, villains that were in the clouds and like shadows managed to get through. We just need to see. Uh, who for sure got through and how they're going to play it out. So hopefully the Prowler becomes, um, even though he's already of that universe, hopefully we actually, you know, get to see Donald. uh, Although I can't stand his funky ass in real life. I can't stand (laughs) his funky ass and ain't nobody going to convince me otherwise about him. Any who's. But it was nice actually seeing that. So, and, but, um, but and then just on that, it was like interesting to see all the actual different villains, like from 2D, 4D, you know, yeah. 5D, 8D. Yeah. Like they yeah. had both, you know, animated and actual live action like villains and characters. So that was that was actually pretty cool, just mm-hmm. off of that. I um I thought it was dope too to find out that Hobie was the one that caught. Donald Glover, so I was like, "Dang, I wanted oh, really yeah. to see that." That'd be nice to see that scene. Of, like, uh, ha- yeah, like see how that yeah. I wonder how that did work. Like, bro, right. I would thought I was having the worst fucking acid trip of my fucking life. <laughs> I ain't gonna even lie. Someone, I think I'm having a seizure. I think this is what this is. This is a stroke, ain't it? Come, I know you're supposed to smell toast, but I don't. I don't think this is different. I thought that shit was dope hearing that. Oh, what was you gonna say, Kit? Uh, I just found a tweet um, about a question that we asked earlier. It says, "Hobie Brown's hair fits his mask because it's a symbolism of how he defies all laws, including the laws of physics." Oh, he was he was against he was against the establishment and all of that. And oh, and I like how he low key. He was like out of everybody. He was low key, high key, full key, Miles's biggest fucking supporter. 
Oh like, yeah. He was oh, sure. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like when he said use the palm, use he your whole palm. hand. He was showing him and he had it, more and he was like, you'll have more power that way. And he was like, mm. and like you said, he was picking up stuff because I was looking at him like grabbing stuff. I was like, this nigga's a thief. And then you know, <laughs> actually think and it's and you know what it kind of plays to Hobie's foresight because you know, yeah. you know, Miles actually, you know, he ends up having some type of foresight. Um, but this actually plays to Hobie's uh foresight because he he knows that Miles is an anomaly, he knows that Miles is technically not supposed to be Spider-Man, but also on the same time, he's like Yo, y'all trying to hold this nigga. Yeah. Y'all are trying yep. to hold him. And he was like, I don't like it. He was like, I don't like it one bit. And Hobie, he was like, they want to, you could feel like Miguel and them was like so over it. But it's like he still does his job enough for him to solidify and keep his sp uh, space amongst the, you know, other Spider-Mans. But he was still had enough, you know, sense about him to see yeah. like okay i think some things are about to go different and then he was like take you know making your own team and all of that stuff so his foresight and you know sticking to his guns and his beliefs against like you know the establishment was really cool and i i i fucks with him for you know fucking with miles when everybody mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like everybody even gwen the the girl that he's like super crushing bordering on in love with and then his his mentor too and hobie is like no and and it's funny because you know for a second you know miles felt some type of way about hobie because uh uh you know uh, thinking that gwen and hobie <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. gwen and hobie you know he was salty like, as fuck into, mm -hmm. together and he was like you're wearing a jumper which means like sweater or whatnot where he is, but Hobie was like, "No, I got you." Hobie was like, like "I'm a grown ass you. man." Like, <laughs> yeah, well, Hobie's well, a goat. Like, I got you, He's a goat. Yeah, but and, and um, I even called uh, Rob when I first watched the movie, and I was like, the only gripe that I had about the movie was because Hobie threw his watch down when he left, but somehow he gave it to Spider Gwen. And then when I watched it again, I was like, oh, I can see him stealing all those shit. Yeah. And he said something about building a watch. But the very first time I told that to Rob, I was like, bro, that's my yeah. only gripe. Because I was like, how the fuck did he get the watch to Gwen without a fucking thing? And then right. when I watched it again, I was like, oh, okay. He built his own like, watch. Just, just a quick side question. Um, what was her name? The uh, the girl with the avatar. Spider bite. Spider bite. I'm I'm kind of wondering what made her decide to join the team because you know at the end she's basically part of the the team that's right. I was like that that, inter that interaction was small, but it was apparently significant enough. Yeah, like that interaction was significant enough as far as like him like actually complimenting her looks, which is big, you know, because you know, black people like to hear it, and you know, sometimes when you're in your natural state and hairstyle, some people be real funny towards you about it. But I guess you know that little first interaction and then seeing it um, was significant enough for her to join the team and see kind of right from wrong. So, but I just wonder what made her like what about that really just kind of drove it home? Like, 
okay, we all need to get together. I'm going to get together with the rest of them yeah. to get Peter back. Because she pretty much run that whole machine. I think, so. Um, bro, Steve said it perfectly perfectly earlier. I'm black, you're black, we and this bitch mm-hmm. together. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's just yeah, bro, it. That's really <laughs> what that and that's probably why, um, what was her name? Jenna? Or was it Jesse? Jess- what was her uh, name? Jess- Jess- yeah. yeah. She teetering right now, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but um, like black power. Yeah, with with Spider Bite, I definitely was like, okay, so she at least tried to help, and I think that that was kind of cool because even though she sent him to Universe Forty Two, it was like she's still there to help right now. She probably figured it out right when she sent him to. She was like, oh shit, I didn't send him back. She probably figured that shit out right away. Uh Um, but another Easter egg that I think that I saw. Quick thing, didn't Spider Bite resemble Riri Williams from Black Panther? She definitely a did. Yeah, she yeah. does. She does. She if it was like does. a younger little Riri, I can like see that. Yeah. That's what you would think if you did like the a the big comics. movie, yeah, mm-hmm. animated. Yeah, I think that's sure. what she would look like. Oh, they never said her name, did they? They just said Spider Bite. That would be, that would, that'd be ah, crazy. Ah, if ah, maybe maybe ah, another, no, maybe another <laughs> universe. In another you know what? That really they really could be. They, they, they she said that. she's back home. She was back home. Back she was home. chilling at the crib. She was uh, she, she, she was uh, eating them Fritos. Uh, man in the chair ass. Um, <laughs> you know what? That's a that's a possibility. That might be yeah. a, a nice little what if. The I was I'm looking at some of the credits now. They do say that her name is Margot Kess. Oh, they say it's Margot. Oh, yes, damn. Yeah, they oh, say he said, damn. Wait a fuck Steve, you was finna say something? I don't even remember no more. Oh, um, damn. But, Easter egg. Hey, it was some Easter egg. Oh, oh, Easter egg. Okay, so uh, another um, thing that I noticed um, in the second watch, but I didn't watch, notice in the first, and I'm pretty sure y'all might have noticed it, you know, because it, it's actually right there in your face, too. But um, Miles is like sparking his hand up. Um, to break free, yeah, chains, to break yeah. free from power. Yeah, I didn't peep that the first time. I just thought that he oh, was just captured. Yeah, yeah, so that means to me, on Spider-Man three, like if they don't do like another like how they did a Gwen backstory for the second one or something like that, if they don't do a backstory and they just trump us in, they finna get to the shits, bro. Right now, Miles like, about to go crazy, bro. As soon as the movie starts, bro. As soon as the movie starts, he finna fight. Um, Prowler, so, and he gonna have a two v. He gonna have a two v one. You know what I'm saying? Because it's yeah. him and his uncle. And, and and then like that whole universe don't have a Spider Man. It's so, full of super villains too. Super villains, and the Sinister mm-hmm. Six. Like it was on the news that the Sinister Six was mm-hmm. going. Mm-hmm. So that means Spider Gwen, Spider Punk, all of them is gonna go into straight chaos once they get there. Like as soon as they get there, it's just gonna be niggas' bodies. Yeah. So, Bodies, bodies, bodies. I think Spider-Man 3 should start off like the first 20 minutes by just be straight up. Hands. Like, like, and that shit will be fire as fuck. What if they do a quick backstory on the mouse from that universe first? That's what I was thinking. I was like, I like they could. Yeah, 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 they okay. probably would do that. They probably do that. Yeah, a high beacon prowler. I know everything. All, all what happened. What if on his mm. side? Because that's why I said I was like, with this one with Spider-Man 2, they did that little Gwen backstory for that one to start it off. 
So I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if they do a backstory on somebody uh, to start off part three. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, Miles Morales, and I didn't get beaten. <laughs> this is how mm-hmm. I became the prowler. That should I be did fire. this and that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They do all that thing like that. Should, that should be fire. Um, so what kind of theories do y'all have for next movie? Any theories? theories? Next movie? Sheesh. On things that y'all think beyond the Spider Verse, mm. man. I would say that the the because they try to make Miguel look like an antagonist. I feel like there's a possibility. Uh, it was the whole thing of it's gonna go with the trope of um, if you live like you live long enough to see yourself become the bad guy situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it's like because he ran so many because he talked about he's like uh, even when um, Spider. What is Spider Woman, the one that was pregnant, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's still Spider Woman. So, so she speaks about um the reason why like Miguel was their leader. He's like, oh, he's very tactical in his decision making, and he doesn't really go off just emotion. And they're just like he's literally the Spider Man of the future, right? Twenty ninety nine, and they're just like there's just things that he has access to with his technology and stuff that we don't, and like he has looked at the multiverse of stuff and he's like he's analyzed a bunch of stuff he's appeared in a bunch of different timelines as far as like closing stuff and why he got so pissed when they went to india and he's just like and and i i I literally like like i tapped my wife i'm like yo am i hearing things or did he just miguel just say you just fucked around with a canon event yeah Yeah, and i'm like did i hear that correctly and she's like i don't know and then when they went back and spoke about it. He was like, "Yo, yeah, you mess with a canon event. He was mm. supposed to make the choice between mm. the two, like not I, you." My my theory is that Miguel is the reason why the universes are collapsing because uh, they never ever, they never ever um, touch on where that Miguel is actually from. That Miguel shows up to the universe where another Miguel is dead, and he just mm-hmm. takes over. And he took over his life. Yeah, took over his life. And I think the reason why this all collapsing is because of him. But it he's allowing because everything's going on. He's allowed it to be a Miles Morales <clears throat> situation where Miles is the reason why it's collapsing. But I think ultimately it's because. He just decided he just gonna take over somebody else's life. And, oh, no. I pushed that theory even further. Uh, I feel like him and Miles are both anomalies, and he just like you said. I go with like he's trying to pin it all on Miles. Like even though people know his story, he's just like, oh, mine isn't so bad. Like I went into a world where that Spider Man died, mm-hmm. and I just took his place. Mm-hmm. I didn't kill nobody. Yeah. My world, Spider Man. Like, he, I mean, we don't know what happened. To, he had to do something because the only reason the universe has collapsed is because a canon event was yeah. disrupted. So right. they kind of just skip over it. They kind of just right. be like, really. And technically, he, his own world is left without a Spider Man as well. No, he went. That's where the. His, I was going to say, his is. world is gone. Was, well, yeah, the world that he went into was gone. So. The world that he went to. Uh, we're talking about though. Miguel's world. Yeah, Miguel's world is still there because that's where they're at. If I'm guessing right, yeah, I think, yeah, Miguel's actual world, I think, is still there, but the world that yeah. he went to is gone, yeah. So, the world he's at right now is mm-hmm. his world, the world, it was the, the incursion, yeah, yeah, yeah. Incursion. They, okay, they, I see. They, 
they said that on the uh, first one too. They said like worlds collided and stuff like that. They just didn't use the word incursion. Incursion. Because incursion hadn't been used yet. So that was definitely, mm-hmm. I think Spider-Verse might've been the first incursion. <clears throat> but that's that's my thought. I think that all of this shit is really Miguel's. And then another theory that I have is that Miles can save his dad because his dad is a captain, but his dad, his He's the anomaly. So that world, that Peter Parker already been there for years. And then that Peter Parker died. So that right. who knows what that Peter Parker went through. That Peter Parker probably already lost that captain. That Peter Parker already had his Uncle canon ben event. And stuff like his that. Uncle Ben, yeah. Yeah, because those canon events are for that Peter Parker, not for Miles. And yeah. in Miles' Universe 42, the captain is dead. We saw the graffiti of the captain being there mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I think just the fact that his uncle Aaron died was just bad luck and everything else mm-hmm. doesn't matter as far as like a canon event. So I think he can save his dad with no consequences uh, to that world. He could save his dad by telling him don't take the job like Gwen's dad. Yeah, because he was captain. He could have died in her universe, but he didn't because he's not a captain no more. Mm-hmm. That's, um, that might be the loophole. Could be. Yeah. I told Steve that you know that Miles technically um he calls these events, but he didn't. It's like almost like a circle of things happen because oh, if yeah, because if it wasn't from the for the spot crossing dimensions and bringing the spiders, and if it wasn't for Miles in last film with King Pen, because that caused the uh, multiverses to open. That was a big hand in the multiverse opening. And I'm wondering if that happening, you know, was the way that Miguel was able to go mm-hmm. to a different dimension. Cause he was uh he was saying that hey I know what's going to happen. I know what yeah. can happen because he said that he saw a dimension where he was you know happy and he had a family, and you know that version of himself died, and he decided, all right, jump ship, I'm good. Put me on some uh, extra cream on my face, and then I'm gonna. Cause you can, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's wild. <laughs> he did because there, there's a spot where he, um, there's a spot where he's like, you can see where the cream isn't there. You can see, and he like rubs more of the sunscreen or whatever on there. And I was like, what kind of vampire is he? Because it seems like he can, you know, move around through daylight, but I ain't never met no real vampire. So please don't don't quote me on nothing. But there is a part where he um you can see where he kind of like wipes his face or like wipes more yeah. cream or whatever to cover up the spot. But it is like almost like a loop of these things that happen because it circles back around to you know, the spot, and then after the spot does what he does, then it sets off a chain of events of Peter dying, of Miles becoming uh, Spider-Man, well, no, actually, at the same, he became Spider-Man then, but anyways, but Peter dying, and then eventually him crossing, you know, dimensions with all the other, um, because Kingpin is doing his uh, little dirty work and like yeah. opening different gates and stuff like that, bringing the other Spider-Mans to him. And then, you know, the big like event at the end of like um, 
with King Pen, I'm just like, did it go ahead and just fully open the door for the rest of them? Or like, what was it that, mm-hmm. you know, because um, Spider-Man, you know, and uh, Spider-Man, he was going to, I guess they were going to come into themselves anyway, because it's always been talked about amongst Spider-Man about the Spider-Verse, Spider-Verse of multi-dimensions. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's been a thing that's always been, you know, talked yeah. about. It's the same as kind of like Flash. Flash got his mm-hmm. whole, you know, the speed force. Flashpoint. And, you know, yeah. yeah, so you come over here and to Marvel and you have them with the, um, you have basically the Spider-Verse. So it's like, yeah. is it like a loop or what was the, like, is the spot really the reason like this all, like, started to trickle down of like the actual spider verse mm. and then just a chain of events like that like i was i was telling steve that like i was just wondering that was like oh. the biggest thing that i was wondering and then with you know miles inside of it but also outside of it because technically he's not a canon event and not supposed to be there so it's just like you know i was just kind of thinking mm-hmm. about those things and like miles was mentioning since he is technically anomaly and not part of the you know final print and the final lines of fate he can kind of move around and do what he wants to without it has consequences but not the consequences they are able to uh interpret because he's technically not part of the webbing uh he's outside of it I was gonna say to to your point, Cam. Um, like you said, it's the whole situation of like what came first, chicken or the egg situation. Because mm, it's mm-hmm. like if you remove Miles, can these other things happen? Or if you remove exactly. these other people, like what can you mess yeah. with? Kind of. I'm mm-hmm. like, is it a loop? Like what's yeah? What's, what's happening? What triggered it? Like what triggered him on the? Because they were already you know working on dimensional you know works and tests or whatever at his lab at the lab that they were at yeah also like i told uh, steve if it's one thing uh goddamn spider-man's gonna have no matter what dimension they're gonna be smart as hell but they're gonna be damn near poor almost destitute Mm. almost destitute niggas gonna boy and they gonna boy therapy (laughs) therapy 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 like it don't matter what Spider-Man it is, like niggas be down bad, be smart as shit, but poor. Yeah. Like, bro, I would let fucking some New York or whatever. Yeah, I let my fucking city go to waste. Cause bro, why am I sitting coming home in the fucking dark? Cause my fucking bills ain't paid. My lights, like, bro. I'm using Daily Bugle. Spider Vision. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Daily Bugle is not is is not paying enough money, bro. It's not, yeah, it's not paying That's, enough money. Like that's fucking sad. Like no matter what Spider Man is gonna be, it's going to yeah. guarantee. Like out of all the superheroes, be having shit going on. Like Thor, fucking Iron Man, Black Widow, fucking Black Panther, all of them. <laughs> but yeah. goddamn Spider Man, he's smart, guys. Yeah, he's yeah. smart as shit, but he ain't got nobody's money. He or she, that. whichever one, they ain't got nobody's money, and they folks is dead. Yeah, and it's funny um, when you mention like the telepathy, like they show like a clip of like 
a Spider-Man like expressing his feelings to another Spider-Man and Spider-Man like bro that shit was funny as fuck and he's like and your uncle Ben died your uncle Ben died huh? <laughs> no, that was funny as hell no but like uh we, we was talking theories I think in the in the next movie we're definitely gonna see some um live action some in some type of way I don't really know but we're it's called Beyond the Spider-Verse so I'm thinking at some point in the movie, there's gonna be some um, live action Miles, live action Gwen, you know, something, some, something live action. So that's that's what I think. So since you brought that up, I believe what's gonna happen is that they're going, there's gonna be, they might, my theory is there might be a point where Miles Morales goes into a dimension that is now in like live action and is fighting somebody. I don't know if it's the Prowler or or Miguel, but I feel like there'll be a point that because like you mentioned beyond the Spider Verse, so it's probably gonna be fighting Miguel in a live action like live action like um, scene, which is kind of cool to see. Cool to see. Um, but I also also I have a theory about what was it gonna be. Um, that they're gonna have different, more different Spider-Man show up. So, like, you know how they said, like, they're gonna like show. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Like, you know how the people like then like they're gonna like have like um, Tom Holland, Tom McGuire, and Andrew Garfield appear in the movie. I think maybe they appear again in that in that movie, but in the like, third movie, yeah. Mom ago, and then Miles Morales like drawing. Oh, that could be cool. Um. A theory that I threw out there that me and Leroy was talking about too. Um, Leroy was saying that uh, Prowler, uh, the Miles Morales Prowler, dies in that universe 42. And then the other Miles, or our personal Miles, I don't know what we would call them, but our Miles um, mm-hmm. ends up like befriending the Aaron in that universe. And then Aaron, like, that's his like, Uncle Ben moment is his Miles dying, um, the Prowler dying, and then he just is the Prowler, but as a superhero in Universe Forty Two, like a Uncle Aaron. Yeah, so he's like a a superhero Prowler Mm -hmm. in Universe Forty Two. His Uncle Ben moment is Miles dying. Is Miles dying? Okay, and his captain is already dead, which is his brother. Which makes sense. And that's their way to kind of like tie things together. Okay, I I think that would be dope just because. It would be something different, like a Miles Morales, like a kid dying instead of the adult or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think that would be really dope and something original and unique. And yeah, yeah it'll rip people's hearts out too because everybody is, they just going to associate, even though it's not our Miles, they're still going to associate it as like, dang, Miles died. You know what I'm saying? So I think that yeah. would be fire. Mm-hmm. Anybody else got any theories? Y'all said uh, a couple of my theories already, so I think I'm good yeah. on that. Because I'm like you, I, I do believe that Miguel is the uh, original anomaly, and that is really him that's that's caused all the uh, problems in the Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. But they're just playing the blame at Miles because that's the popular thing to do right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I think eventually we'll we'll have to get to to that conflict and see how that resolves itself. Um, yeah. I also I do agree with like you having a good problem, but I still believe that it's going to end up being Miles. I don't know if I see Uncle Aaron actually be being the good prowler, but 
I will we'll see what happens. I think that the Miles in uh, Earth Forty Two will become the hero, the hero of his uh, universe. But we'll see. Oh, okay. Mm. So I'm like, not necessarily right. a theory, but something I'd like to see. I'm like, dude, is there any spider person that hasn't been shown in the last two films that anybody would like to see in the third? The Spider-Man cartoon. We never saw him. I want to see Venom Knight. Which one are you talking about, Steve? The OG from the um, OG Spider-Man, not the OG Amazing Spider-Man. Friends joint, but the one that we used to see. Oh, the one, one in the fucking nineties. Oh, you mean the 90s. one that the the high schooler that looks like a college kid? The fox <laughs> kid with all the oil. Yeah. Yeah, the the fox oh, like this motherfucker, a cool wacky, thirty, Spider-Man. <laughs> That's yeah, crazy. Like, he's yeah. a high schooler. Nah, I'm surprised he wasn't in there. Um, in this one, but I mean, maybe he'll be in part three. Hmm. Would you? That would I be honestly uh, think that. Uh, oh. No, no, I think they probably will make the Ultimate Spider-Man show up in the next one. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he was in this one. Cause I don't, I don't think I saw him in this one. But the Ultimate Spider-Man. Um, Stanley's up, favorite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, pa- pa- mm. uh Cam. What would you I was gonna say. Um. I think there's going to be a hard showdown between Miles 42 and the other Miles, the Anomaly Miles. That's what I'll refer to them as. I think there's going to be a hard showdown, not like the one that's most likely going to open the scene when he's like trying to break free or whatever. But I think there's going to be a hard showdown. And I feel like there is a possibility that the prowler might actually be good in this universe like oh and he already been trying like to going, yeah i and he's was... like and he may think that Ooh. miles is just another dude coming in because you got the sinister six so Yo. he may think that that miles coming is like actually like one of the bad guys and right. he may have to like him them up and not I think they they gonna have they come to Jesus moment you know they always do and talk no juice to you know yeah <laughs> yep. and he he's going to end up you know they'll work together uh, and um mm. I guess somebody said that there's a chance that uh, Miles forty two is going to you know dip out so I'm I'm yeah. thinking he may think he may actually you know already be making things happen because. If you pay attention, nothing about the interaction actually stated that he was a bad guy. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Yeah, it's just from our point of view that the prowlers that we have ran into have been bad guys, but we also have not ran into a prowler that is Miles. So, and then, you know, with him being from yeah, and you know he's being being from New York or whatever. You know they they tough. You know they y'all different. Wow, y'all, here we go. Y'all, here we go. You know, <laughs> I mean y'all y'all fight against uh Godzilla rats and your your, your subway stay flooding. Y'all got traffic. Y'all trash. Just be all because it's tough. It's tough being y'all. <laughs> no, Cam, Cam, that, bro, that's a great theory, though, bro. So I did not even I, think, I of think that. that. Yeah, so, or, I mean, or overall, you know, it could just turn into 
you know, he is part of the bad guys, but you know, they mentioned Sinister Six, but I don't think they were talking about the Prowler being amongst them. Mm-hmm. So we'll actually have to see who that is. I definitely think somebody's somebody's gonna go to the upper room. Somebody's gonna go to the upper room. Somebody getting packed That's up. Right. Yeah, somebody baby, get your stuff and go ahead and go. Come on, oh, come on man. over here. Come over here. Somebody's definitely going to get you know taken away. You would think with the dad being gone, that event has already occurred. But we see also with the Spider-Man, multiple people of importance. Because as I said earlier, therapy. Because they stay, they stay, they take, they stay taking L's. Yeah, they stay taking L's. Like the Spider-Man stay taking Spider-Man, Spider-Woman, they stay taking L's regardless of them being super powered and smart. So they stay taking L's. So. I think with them coming to this universe, I mean, I think it's going to take some time before they get there. I'm I'm pretty sure they know where he is. They just have to, you know, actually get themselves there. And I also feel like one of the Spider-Mans, if, you know, the Prowler doesn't become like that heroes, that anti-hero, mm-hmm. whatever, I feel like one of the Spider-Mans are going to fall behind. And end up staying. Okay, that's and solid. end up staying mm. in that um in that universe because okay, you save the uh you save the day for you save the world for a day, but what about the other days? Because clearly Spider Man and all of them be fighting some shit. Friendly neighborhood Spider Man be fighting <laughs> yeah. some shit on a daily. Sure. So you know, with them showing up, it'll be a big event, big you know fight, and somebody gonna get packed up. And I think there's a possibility of one of the Spider-Mans, you know, ending up staying. Mm-hmm. And it's just mm-hmm. a wonder of who it is. Will it be Miles? Will it be uh, Spider-Man of India? Will it be Hobie? Will it be it's Gwen? Because, I, I mean, be- it also, as long as they also got them watches, and I think also there's going to be a point where somebody's watch is going to end up breaking and end up being stuck. So, you know, they got to make that separate. It's a whole bunch of ways that yeah, this can yeah, go. It's a lot. And I mm. got to say, like, I like, you know, the Spider-Mans, but I got have say, got to say, these Spider-Mans being the best, like, laid out, you know, films to come to the theater in a while. I hate that the first one didn't get as much promo as it should have until yeah. after it dropped, and then everybody kind of got on the wave and saw how good it was in the soundtrack. But I think I'm they, niggas. <laughs> I'm niggas. <laughs> but I definitely think it was good because I went to a screening for the first one, and when I say there was like nobody there for the screening because they didn't do enough promo, and Bro. then when the film actually dropped. And mm-hmm. the soundtrack is on repeat for me. The soundtrack for Facts. one is on repeat from the first one. Ooh, that's a good soundtrack. Yeah, too. yeah. I would say Sony's uh, track record before that film was also not the best. Um, mm-hmm. When not coupled with Disney and Marvel Studios, so mm-hmm. after that, then it was just like, oh, okay, now we see where the, where this is going. But mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I, I it, it is what it is now. Bro, yeah, they 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 definitely know what's up, and they see that this ain't nothing they can just BS with because they get flack as it is for, you know, their Spider Mans when they work on their Spider Mans by themselves. They get a lot of flack, but 
I think this they definitely was able to go crazy with this one, and I hope they continue to, but not so much they end up running into the ground. Yo. I don't want them to be like no uh, Fast and the Furious uh, 28. Yeah, like, yo, yo uh, Cam, you said something about the soundtrack, bro. I'm not yeah. gonna lie, this the soundtrack for this movie was super fire, bro. Mm. Matt, bro, I'm, that nigga Metro Boomin dropped 60 with this soundtrack, bro. That shit was so I'm not fucking crazy good. about it. It's Man, got maybe two or three songs, <laughs> but like I said on that post, I have to take into consideration that. If the soundtrack is matching up with the matching up with the actual film, it's a it's a bit more somber this time around. It's 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 got jokes and stuff like that to this film, but this is a bit more serious because things are really starting to shake up. Opposed to when yeah. Miles was in the first film when he was fourteen, he's just figuring this out. He's still you know extra playful he's still a kid but now he done had like a year to actually deal with his life being on the line constantly and figuring out so with this um with this soundtrack i don't see it being the whole uh soundtrack being on repeat for me like the first one but it does have like two or three songs um yeah, two or three songs hummingbird okay. like hummingbird is definitely one that I'm um hummingbird. <laughs> yeah, hummingbird is actually home uh, is home is my song. Home and uh yeah. everybody been saying self home love. Like, self love is my shit. In a, in a, well, me, God, me, in a, that, bro, that shit, and bro. calling and I like uh hummingbird and calling. Calling is fire. Oh, and link up and I uh, love calling. basically like the there's if you listen to it or like five through eight, I'm I fucks with it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I think my old, for my old, the one song I like a lot is uh, I Am I Dreaming? Am I Dreaming? Yo, that is the perfect like soundtrack song like for 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 a movie period, bro. It just sounds like a song like a song. Yeah, bro. That shit is so hard, bro. I'm not going to lie. I love that song. I was the hummingbird guy. Hummingbird. Um, that was that shit was fire to me. Um, so let's real quick because I we already got uh the list pulled up. Is this Listen. the best Spider Man movie ever? And go ahead and rank, yeah, it. but I rank them real to, quick. You ain't got to explain, right. yeah, yeah. Well, for me, this is easily the best Spider Man movie, and I'll take it a step further. This is the best comic book movie of all time, in my opinion. That's just mm. me. But if I had to rank all of the Spider Man movies from 10 to 1, number 10. The Amazing Spider-Man. That that shit was trash. Number nine, Spider-Man three. Hated that movie. Number eight, the <laughs> the Amazing Spider-Man two. Number seven, Far From Home. Number six, Spider-Man one. Number five, Spider-Man Homecoming. Number four, Spider-Man No Way Home. Number three, Spider-Man two. Number two, Into the Spider-Verse, and of course, number one, this movie. Uh, across the spider verse so those are my Ooh. rankings okay um mine is actually kind of similar so uh I'm, I'm gonna start with from 10 on the way down so uh like you did so number 10 the amazing spider-man 2 um mm -hmm. yeah i'm not gonna explain but if you if you have questions just come and ask me number number nine spider-man mm -hmm. 3 number eight 
The Amazing Spider-Man. Number seven, Spider-Man Far From Home. Number six, Spider-Man 1. Number five, Spider-Man Homecoming. Number four, Spider-Man No Way Home. Number three, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Number two, Spider-Man 2. And number one, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Okay. Um, yeah, so wow. it, 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 those top three can kind of be interchangeable at times, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's just kind of how I'm feeling right now. And I, some, I'm, I'll even go as far to say sometimes even top four. Now, will No Way Home crack, crack number one? No, but No Way Home was definitely just for for everything that it did. I, I personally have it, you know, top tier, so it could crack the top three at any point of time. Fair enough. Bo, you got the list? Yeah, so for me... I'll start from 10 to up. Um, number 10 will be Spider-Man 3. And then my number 9 is the Minus Spider-Man 2. Uh, number 8 will be Spider-Man 2. Whoa. What? You wow. What? Blago. Blago. Okay, no. <laughs> what? Keep, keep going. Keep going. I got, I got questions later, but keep going. <laughs> okay. Uh, what was that? Number 8. Number 7 is Homecoming. Um, number six is the Amazing Spider-Man. Number <laughs> whoa, whoa! Go ahead. This is your risk, number, number five is Spider-Man. Uh, the fourth one is Far From Home. The third one is No Way Home. The second one is Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse, and the first one is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Ooh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Shit, that Spider-Man 2, though. Like, yeah. 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 Damn. That's Damn. a super hot take. Especially because that's w- number one. <laughs> yep. You got your list? So I'll do it the same way. Do the reverse order. Start from 10, go to 1. 10, Spider-Man 3. Gotcha. That's Venom. Uh, number 9, uh, Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Um... Number I'm in nine. Number eight is where am I? Number eight. Um homecoming. Number seven, far from home. Damn. Number six, no way home. Mm. Number five, Spider-Man one. Number four. Amazing Spider-Man one. That's four. Yeah, I'm missing one. Crap. You did Amazing Spider-Man one. You haven't even done yet. That's why I was like, you said Amazing Spider-Man. So you've got three left. You've got Across the Spider-Verse, Into the Spider-Verse, Spider-Man two. Yeah. So Spider-Man two is third. Then I have Across the Spider-Verse and Into the Spider-Verse. They're interchangeable with one and two. Um, But I really like Cam said. I loved um, Into the Spider-Verse to the point where, like, I had the soundtrack on rotation for a long time. So I would say if, to put them in the order for now, I'll put Across the Spider-Verse as two and Into the Spider-Verse as one. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Alpha, you want to go or you want me to go real quick? Yeah, you go. Okay, so I'm going to go with everybody. <laughs> Bro, I'm going with Spider-Man 3. Um, at number 10, I y'all gonna be mad, but the Sam Raimi thing is kind of disappointing to me outside of number two after a rewatch. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but Spider-Man 3 at number 10. Number 9, I'm going Amazing Spider-Man 1 at number 9. And then I'm doing Amazing Spider-Man 2 at number 8. I actually like Jamie Foxx's performance um, in Amazing Spider-Man 2. And then the Gwen Stacy snap thing was kind of big. Mm. So I'll give that number 8. Number 7 is going to be the very first Spider-Man for me. Um, Number 6 is going to be homecoming number five is going to be far from home um number four is going to be spider-man two number three is going to be uh no way home number two is into the spider-verse and number one is across the spider-verse i'm not as in love with the sam raimi (laughs) movies like everybody else bro god damn i mean i'm technically not i think spider-man two just because i love the the whole dynamic of the movie just in general i, I actually mm. watched it again when i was getting my uh haircut believe it or not on saturday right before i went to see oh uh, no this is right after i saw across the spider verse i was getting a haircut and i was just watching it. And i'm yeah. like you know what this is probably the best sam raimi movie and oh, yeah. i i watched the entire movie i was like okay yeah you know spider-man 2 is actually really really good at least in my eyes so yeah uh, i'll give you yeah that. i like spider-man too yeah now nice. um, the only reason why I didn't have Spider-Man 3 at number 10 is just because um, something about the amazing Spider-Man 2 doing the same thing that Spider-Man 3 did, just having too many villains at mm-hmm. one point just packed right. into it is like, uh, yeah, I'm also not a fan of uh, Harry's Goblin, quote-unquote, Cheats. Gwen Stacy and that whole situation, of course, really was the saving point for Amazing mm. Spider-Man 2, but I, it, it couldn't save it for me from being the, the last one. So I'm like, yeah, between Spider-Man 3 and Amazing Spider-Man 2, those are clearly like the worst. They, they, uh, the first here. Amazing Spider-Man was just boring to me. With the lizard, <laughs> that's why I put that one, one in the worst nine, movies man. ever, in that my opinion. Boring as fuck. I hated that movie so much. <laughs> I, I, feel like I didn't, I, yeah, I didn't hate Amazing Spider Man one, but it's it's definitely like it's it's bottom tier. That's bottom why I'm like, all right, yeah, that's why it's number eight. I feel like they wasted Andrew Garfield. Alpha, of are course. you uh, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, 10 for me is Spider Man 3. Fuck Topher, why you venom? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine, Amazing Spider-Man one, eight, okay. Spider-Man two, Fall from Home, page. um, Tobey Maguire, Why You My Spider-Man, You Trash, um, Peace. so Spider-Man one, <laughs> um, Cry, Cry Baby Ass Niggas, um, Number five, Homecoming. Actually, no, I'm swap that. No Way Home for me is five, and Homecoming for four. Um, Spider-Man two. Doc, I'll carry the movie. Um, he did. Yep. Number two, Into the Spider-Verse, and then, of course, the Spider-Verse. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Tony Maguire as Spider-Man. Bro, that is a he, fact. He, <laughs> yeah. yeah he's, he's, he's cheeks. Man, look, after seeing Tom Holland perform the way that he did, I was like, yeah, Toby, yeah. I'm sorry, bro. My dislike for Toby is not as bad as Hugh Jackman, though, so I have to say that. Yeah, that's, that's why. Well. <laughs> the thing <laughs> is, though, like Tom Holland performance has always been better than Toby's. But then when we got all three of them in the same movie, 
and we saw a decent script. Andrew Garfield was a really fucking good Spider-Man. Yeah. There was nothing wrong with Andrew Garfield. I hate that people like tried to just like drag. He just got a crappy script. Yeah, yeah, like he did a really good job. Like he did a really good job. And I also like that he was he's been like the only Spider-Man to fight like a spider. Yeah. Like go back and yeah. watch it. He's he's like the only one who actually like his movements and the way he positions his body is like like a like a spider. Like he got so much flack for that. And it's like, bro, y'all could have rolled out another movie. It wasn't nothing wrong with it. It was just people like to be on a unnecessary hate train like they just normally do. Like it wasn't that mm-hmm. fucking bad. But y'all let a nigga in all black get uh Cipher and watch him get beat by somebody with some goddamn tongues. Okay. The funny thing is, a Garfield Venom would have been fired. Hmm. They still got the opportunity to do it. I mean, they do. If he still want to like be Spider Man, yeah, bro, he he's good. They script just suck, and I feel like people don't know how to separate the two. When you talk to like casuals and stuff, oh, Andrew Garfield was the worst Spider Man. Did you see the movies? Those movies suck. I was like, yeah, the movies suck. We're not talking about the movie. We're talking about Andrew Garfield. (laughs) Actually, yeah. And people just don't separate it. They automatically, and then they'd be like, "Tobey Maguire is the best one." I'm like, "Did you watch those movies? Mm-hmm. Like he's he fucking sucks, bro." See, yeah, that's why like I always th- that's why I differentiated with. I'm like, Toby was a good Peter. That is it. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I would give you that. Very you know, good. Probably Peter. ass nigga. What? When he came <laughs> back, because he's youth pastor. <laughs> that was funny. He was a youth pastor. That shit was funny. As he fuck. came back as a youth pastor. He done had some time up under him. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that's it because Cam don't want to rank them. Or do you? Yeah. You want to try it out no. real quick? No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why you say it? try like I don't know how to do it? But no, mm-hmm. I'm 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 good on this one. Like I I told you before, like this this new Spider Man. The animated, that's it's definitely in the top for me. Yeah, it's definitely know. in the top. And what puts it also up there for me with the, both of them is soundtrack because people don't make Bro. soundtracks anymore. Mm. People yeah, hey, legitimately don't make soundtracks anymore. And fact. I don't mean like just the the background score of you know, like different scenes, like legitimately, like they it's like, hey, get in this studio. And drop these bars or sing these ballads or whatever. Like mm-hmm. they they actually went forth and put a lot of effort into this. And it's just like um it's those these two are top tier for me. These two are top tier from Bo. These two are like top tier for me. Like all the other ones, they paved the way for this. They mm-hmm. paved the way for it to, for him to take the baton and run like hell. All right, cool, cool, cool. So, final thoughts, and we wrapping up. Let's do final thoughts, wrap up, and plug your social. So we'll just go do the merry-go-round. We'll start with our guests, but not a guest or whatever. Alpha, go <laughs> go ahead. Um, final um, thoughts, your, and wrap up. This your favorite orphan since I'm out. I'm on the pod, but I'm the orphan of the group. So <laughs> with the pod bug that rid of me. Um, good pop mother got rid of me. <laughs> I feel like the problem with Neverland kids trying to run away, but um, yeah, it was cool. Be back, you know, with the group. 
um, I'm kind of drunk because every time Cam said, you know, I'll take a shot. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> so for the listeners out there, you have a drinking game. You're welcome. You know. <laughs> All right. But the social is real simple. A A I A Y E B Y E on Twitter. And yes, sir. Okay. Double O. This double O status. Um, you can find all of my pumps. stuff at Trino Forest. Uh, I'll, I'll do it with the I'll finish that. Trino Forest, T-R, uh, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash double O status. All my stuff is there. Twitter is where I'm at. You can find me there. Tweet at me. I'll tweet at you. Maybe. Gamble. Take chances. Make mistakes. Get messy. <laughs> uh, final thoughts. Um, let us know on the timeline how you feel about ranking these 10 Spider-Man movies. Uh, we want to hear from you. Did you like ours? Did you hate ours? Did you like where certain things were placed overall? Would you like our, some of your list close to ours, but you're changing a couple of things? Let us know. Let us know. Uh, just, just you know, we want to put it out there that we'll fight y'all. <laughs> <laughs> that part. <laughs> that part. Fair enough. Bo? Oh, I'm trying to click it. Bo? There we go. You're on mute. Unmute. You can follow me on all my socials on Linktree, L I N K T R dot E E slash Bo done did it. But if you want to catch me, beat me, or argue with me, you can follow me on Twitter, which is where I'm, I'm mostly active. Uh, you want to see me on streaming? You can follow me on Twitch to get to see me stream during the week on the weekends, and also on my Instagram because that's um, I have an active Instagram account. There's Bo Done Did It, but Bo with a zero. I couldn't use Bo Done Did It with regular alphabets because a dog took my um, you know initial so. I can't really use that. So, uh, Sad. Do it with the bow with a zero, and then done did it to follow me. So, again, don't follow the dog's name. Follow the bow with the zero. So, don't forget bow with the zero. Done did it on Instagram. Fair enough, kid. Yo, all right. So, um, as far as final thoughts, you know, let us know how your guys felt about Across the Spider Verse. If you saw it, how did you feel? How did the movie make you feel? Was it the greatest thing ever? Or, you know, could you? What are some criticisms? If you, if there are any criticisms that you have in the movie, if there are any criticisms, um, we we might question you on something, but you know, it is what it is. Um, let us know oh, what your you. favorite. Yeah, I mean, they'll fight. I'm I'm just going to chill, and I might clown you, but I ain't going to fight you. Um, in any case, uh, definitely definitely let us know how you felt about the movie itself. Um, also, let us know, you know, your favorite parts about the uh, Across the Spider-Verse and if there were any Easter eggs that you enjoyed as well. Um, this is my favorite superhero of all time. Like, Spider-Man has been my favorite superhero since I was a kid. So anything related to Spider-Man, I'm going to watch until i can't watch anymore so yeah i clearly i loved this movie tremendously so let us know how you felt about it as well um if you want to argue of course you can 
hit me up on Twitter at K3D the Pro. Um, if you see me being or making heinous comments, no, you didn't. Uh, <laughs> part. That part. Got you hey, my brother. My boy but, uh, got hacked. In, in any case, also uh, be sure that you follow me on Instagram at K3D Pro as well. Um, you can also follow my uh chaotic culture page on twitter at chaotic underscore culture and you can follow the chaotic culture podcast page on instagram at chaotic culture pod be sure that you check out the chaotic culture podcast as well on all digital streaming platforms we will drop an episode probably this upcoming friday because we got some things to talk about as well so uh stay in tune for that and of course as always just remember that um yeah this this is uh we are inside the mind of a blurred and of course this is just what we think you know your opinions are open as well just don't come up in here saying no free smoke shit free yeah, smoke because i mean mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a gang of us up here so just tread like this. No I'm like, <laughs> yo bo is hilarious bro <laughs> oh, bro Man said free smoke. Like, okay. No, that was me. I'm about the smoke. Fuck your opinions. No, I was man. mad at me. Uh, <laughs> final thoughts, man. This movie was phenomenal. It's flawless. Like, I was really, I was trying to find something that, like, I did not like about this movie. And I just, I couldn't think of anything. This movie is, is so fucking fantastic, man. Like, if if you're listening to this, like go see this movie a second time. If if mm-hmm. if you've only seen it once, like please go see this movie again. Like it's it's worth it. And for those of you who it's are mad, so for those of you who are mad that like the movie, oh it it ended on a cliffhanger. So I don't like this movie. Like bro, stop it, bro. I've I've been seeing that shit on the internet. Like come on, bro. Like the movie is still great. Just because it ended on a fucking cliffhanger, we're gonna get part three in March. They Just... literally said when they dropped the trailer, it was they, part one. Part one, thank you, bro. They literally they announced said it. it was part one. Bro, there's people mad online because they ended yeah. it as a cliffhanger. Oh no, this movie is not um, whatever. But Let anyway, be mad. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Anyway, bro, this movie is so like perfect. I love it. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at underscore Rob J. Uh, follow the Shogo High Collective on Twitter as well. Anime podcast discussions, if if you love that, we're also on all uh, streaming platforms wherever you like. You, you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple. It doesn't matter. We actually have a new. We have a space coming this upcoming uh, Friday. Uh, shout out to the Simp Corner. That's gonna yeah. be. That's gonna that's be gonna pretty. Be that's gonna be pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah, <laughs> hilarious for sure. But yeah, man. Also, subscribe to that Patreon, that Inside the Mind of a Blur Patreon, bro. We got some really, really dope content coming. Hey, just, just fuck with us for the two dollar holler or more if you feel inclined. Hey, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. So, yes, man, sir. yeah, that's all I got, bro. Fair enough. Two dollar I- hoe. Damn! Why why it gotta be a hoe? Why it gotta be two dollars? Why are you worried about my body count? Um, (laughs) I'm Scuba Steve One Four Two Eight on all social media. Um, My final thoughts was this movie was great. Um, I've seen it now three times, so I'm good. I'll be catching it when it comes on streaming platform or whatever. Um, but yeah, this movie is better every time <clears throat> I've watched it. 
Um, it's just really, really, really fucking good movie. And I, I, I really, I'm scared because like, it's like, dang, do you, can you keep going up from here or does it drop off or whatever? But I mean, only time will tell. Um, fuck with me. Uh, Wake the Dead project on Webtoon right now. We're working on the audio book for you guys. And um, Project Payback Chapter 2 is done as well, but I can't get it to y'all until Project Moonlight shipped to y'all in like July. So, but you know, Payback Chapter 2 is ready as well. So make sure y'all fuck with me and uh, yeah, send it over to Camp to work and work and work and work. Well, shit, if y'all been listening. <laughs> Y'all know everybody else. They've dropped their socials. Rob told you to go ahead and subscribe to our Patreon. Bo and Steve, they've told you to go ahead and follow us on Twitter. Blurred Mind Pod, checking us out. And so with the guys already doing that, I guess there's just me. And you know you can find me, uh, Misha KT, on Twitter. You may say words to me. I may not say them back. But you know it's worth a try. And thank you for listening to us this evening, this night, this morning, afternoon, whichever time it is. But thank you for listening. Definitely take the time to interact with us. Like we love actually, you know, interacting with our listeners and hopefully, you know, in what we're in June. So like in a month and a half, well, it's almost DreamCon is pretty much at the end of July. So I don't know when you're hearing this, but hopefully you get to see us. We're hopefully hoping that we'll have uh, some exciting news. You know, you may get to see um, the inside the Mind of Blurred, the It Mob crew uh, in a different way. So hopefully we're, we'll see. We'll see. Don't hold us to it. But hopefully, and we'll definitely let you guys know. So definitely, like I said, interact with us. Talk to us. Even if you see us at other cons, you know, get a chance to talk to us. We're actually really cool people. And uh, we thank you for fucking with us. And tonight, today, this morning, like I said, whenever you're listening to us, get back with us what you're thinking about the the new spider-man uh where do you think he's going to place amongst the other spider-mans what do you think his importance is in the you know spider-verse what what some of the theories how do you feel about the soundtrack was there any easter eggs that we may have missed like go ahead talk to us and even other talk uh topics and shit just like legitimately talk with us so with that i'm gonna go ahead and get us the fuck up out of here because uh, I'm ready to go, and I, I got to go do whatever it is I need to. So uh, again, fuck with us. Same place, same time, every time. Thanks for fucking with the it mob. Fuck with Later us the long days. way. Later Later days. Days. Later days. <laughs>